You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Bradford Show. This is Cooper along with the man himself, Rob Bradford, and our guys, Sammy and Gordo. How are you guys doing after, well, Gordo, you had said sweet. Sammy, we had both said two and three. <sighs> And they just went and fought, fell on their face. So where, where are we at right now with the Mid Sox? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Because McFarland just keeps you happy. Go ahead. No matter where the yeah, Mid Sox are, McFarland's just that energizing bolt of us. optimism and sunshine. <laughs> go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Um, no, you're not into Rob. I, I, I know, you a bit. Just, You've been uh, gallivanting you know, around the country, collecting, collecting, collecting stories. stories. I mean, we could do a whole like podcast <laughs> on our dinner with Joe Kelly last night. I mean, I'm happy to do that. It's much more interesting than what happened on Sunday. That was that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no the, it's the art. It's the art of pretending you're picking out the bill. That that is, and we found out there that Will is. Fleming is maybe the goat when it comes to that. Um, but before we get to that, I think that uh, I think here's my takeaway. Having done these broadcasts here in we're still where are we? we're still in Chicago. Um, it feels like a team that just needs you don't normally make trades at this time. But every once in a while, you see teams that do make trades. The Angels have made a couple of trades. Escobar, Mustakis last year, Carlos Santana goes to Seattle and they go on a run. And I think this, because you're sort of taking on water so much and the answers are more than a month away, I, I, if I'm the GM, if I'm Heimblom, I'm really looking hard at, at giving this team a jolt and doing something. Because whatever it is, starting pitching, obviously that's what they need the most, but something to send the message of, hey, you know what? We're not just going to keep taking on water here for the next month. We're we're gonna we're gonna do what the the angels are doing right now and tell everybody that we actually want to win. There you go. What a world when you're trying to be the angels. But you're so Trevor Story no longer. Not, I mean, you're talking about a month trade, away. Mo- I mean, probably a month away. Yeah, like all these guys. That's away. the problem, yeah. isn't it? That you're you're yeah. How sale how? story sure. Yeah, Paxton's now iffy, I mean, even though he's that. cleared. Think about but... if Pax, well, he's cleared, but think about if he gets to the second inning. And, oh, you know, God. we just saw that, not that he was going to be the immediate answer, but Shane Drohan, the guy who was, like, showing some promise in Worcester, he left because of an injury today. You, it, you to me, you, you just, it feels like that sort of team that you have some talent. We saw them win six in a row. We saw them win eight in a row. We saw them win some games. But you sort of need that jolt because what we saw on Sunday was a team that was really, 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 really like inadequate when it came to keeping up with decent pitching. Decent pitching, if that. That was the White Sox bullpen. No, That's I not exactly. Good. I think they got. I, like, I'm not just saying that because one of them bought me dinner, but I think I think the White Sox have a good bullpen. Like I like the Middleton's. A, they're a team that's like I believe oh, on paper should be good team. going into and every year. Here's but. the thing, yeah, Middleton. Middleton. You're, you were about good. to say Middleton. He's he good. looked really. Like, he was he's been really good. good. Uh, obviously, Graveman, Joe, like they in um, 
you know, they have the lefties. They have a – that's the thing is that the pitching that the White Sox rolled out there was, isn't bad. Giolito and Lynn was, like, good for a while until he ran out of gas. And then today – or, I'm sorry, Sunday, you know, you have – you know, it is what it is. But it, it's – you know, I, I just think that it, it's <laughs> – I don't know. Like, yeah, you could say the White Sox. It's what's maddening, as maddening as it is for the Red Sox, you do look at the White Sox and you say, holy mackerel, they have some really talented players. Like your guy, Gordo, Luis Robert or Louis Robert Jr. I mean. However, he, he, he oh my God. Jeez. Like, he is a good player. I don't know if you know that. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he, he killed them. He, he does he his job. Them. Dude's the first in in the bigs to twenty homers and twenty doubles. Plays great center field defense. He killed them. Did you all see series. that catch? That catch he made in center field. That was such an impressive catch, and he made it look like a routine fly ball. The announcers didn't even say anything about it. Yeah, so he just, easy. And he, and he made and it look good. the ones he didn't hit out. You know, he hit a couple balls to the wall. He basically stuck his bat out, and and he's fly like to your point. He's flying around center field. He's a good, he's going to make the all-star team for them. But I think that people don't understand how good he is. But the one thing watching this White Sox team, it is so transparent like how they fix this. It's you have to get better defense. You have to – we talk about the Red Sox. It was unbelievable watching Elvis Andrews and Tim Anderson play up the middle. It was crazy. It was so bad. It was like, it was oh. like I said on the broadcast. It was like oh. their gloves hadn't been broken in. It was, it was, <laughs> which is wild because Tim Anderson's an athletic guy and in the past. He's, he's lost, man. Really fun defensive. He's got to be All like, year. he just has to be out of there. I, I think maybe the number one change of scenery in the MLB yeah. right now, because you just can't have that guy too. at that totally level. Agree. Yeah. I mean, he's dropping like coasting. By. You know, obviously I mean, he had some errors. He dropped uh, the, the pickoff throw to second, but even the, a subtle thing was, there was a stolen base attempt. I forget. Maybe it was Duran, where uh, it throw threw it down. He was safe, but the ball just clanged off his glove again. It and and it, by the way, he's not hit, he doesn't hit it all either, which isn't a good combination. <laughs> Here's a Does question: he have, like, for you one guys. homer? Does he have like one homer this year, or does he even have any? I know he missed some time, but still, like the nah, he's a good hitter. It's not happening, like, man. Guy who would hit. Batting uh, didn't he win a batting title? He may have. He yeah. won the batting title in 2020. Yeah, 20. Yeah, 2020. I mean, but still, like he he's a guy capable of hitting into the mid 300s. He's yeah. just hasn't done it all year, even even before the injury. Just yeah, wasn't doing interesting it. Interesting little tidbit. You mentioned uh, fielding and how much more important it is this year with the uh, rules. Top five defensive teams: Texas, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Milwaukee, Padres. So four out of those five. Remember when we were looking at Texas, like, why are you guys signing three shirts? Now we know. Now we know. And then kind of worked out. Yeah. Good point, Coop. Defense matters. Andrews, come on Defense wins championships. But here's a question. Um, Is there any, like, you look at what the the White Sox are doing, and besides, you know, the obvious, don't let Jerry Reinsdorf be your owner. I mean, is there any lessons that the Red Sox can pull from what's happened these past two years? I mean, like, they fired their manager thinking that that would be the – the cure all and clearly hasn't done anything. So, I mean, like what, what well, is there out there where you can look at it and say like, if the Red Sox can be a competitive team on paper, 
what do they have to avoid it, to white, you know having these teams fall simple. so guys is underperforming you, you have you just said it sammy i mean you have to play defense especially in this day and age of, of baseball and and I, I couldn't believe and i made a couple of references to andrews and anderson but there, there was others there was the pass ball there was a drop pop up to first base there was a ball under burger's glove and and the pitchers you could tell are like what the hell like what is going on and so Mentally. yeah and, and so you look at those those top teams, and I, that's a great stat, and I think it's a it's a important one, especially when it comes to Tampa. Like Tampa is the model, and not everyone talks about the model of of, of you know. By the way, Jake Diekman, holy crap! Like he's all of a sudden, like he's lights out. Who would have Who would have thought no, that was coming just, when uh, he got picked up by Tampa? This was this was this was like <laughs> this was like the ultimate like Tampa Bay Rays fu to the rest of the league. Oh. You think oh this is a fluke? Yeah. We're going to tell you what. We're going to get Jake Diekman, and we're going to fix him. So. The, the frustrating thing is, like, this happens to almost every guy that. And Diekman said this, told gets me. Cut he loose. said, when you get to the Rays, you listen to whatever they say because they get the street cred. But the Rays thing is not complicated. We've heard it time and time again. Throw strikes, get ahead, throw the ball over the plate, trust your stuff. Because the guys in back of you are going to field it. And and I think when the Red Sox rattled off those wins, you know, it was they had, you know, they had switched up their defense. Obviously, they had moved Kike primarily off short. David Hamilton, even that win, uh, the first two games, they should have won the second game. David Hamilton looked pretty decent at short. Met better than Kike had, I think. So, um, yeah, I mean, they just... To answer your question, Coop, like I just think that overall, you just you just have to be better defensively. And the other part about this is that we also came to understand how important Alex Verdugo is in this equation. He just is. Yep. Which comes back Tuesday, yeah. correct? Are we still? Yeah, bereavement list on that timeline. All right. Oh, this this lineup Coop. needs him. Today, today was me and Sam were saying right before the show, like. As soon as the White Sox put up a run, everyone just seemed like they checked out. Like, it was just kind of like, let's just get to the cool. travel day. Does it feel like this happens on getaway days a lot, or is it just me? Like, I, f- I feel like the getaway day is, I have is a the curse pertaining for this to that, team. That I would like to put to everyone, because I, I genuinely, I really don't know how I feel about this. Uh, and it's about Cora, who I like and respect a lot, and I think we can all agree he's a good manager. But... When you consistently on these getaway days, mostly on Sundays, when you have these lineups that have today, for example, what was it? Dahlbeck, Arroyo, Kike, and Caleb Hamilton, six through nine. Is that worth it? Sorry. Is giving guys rest worth putting out a lineup like that? This, when Sammy. you're kind of Sammy, normally I'm with you, but who are they giving rest to? They're not this like. You 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 started Dahlbeck because they were starting a lefty, and he, I mean that was the earliest pinch hit we've seen in some time. As soon as they bring in the righty yeah. in what the third inning, here comes Casas. And okay, oh yeah. uh, the Twins, the Twins in the second. Oh, you're right. Week? No, you're yeah. right. The Twins did it. They but, pinch hit. But uh... it's it's who who are you so, like? We're not the worst. Norm, I've seen. We I know see what that you're talking Sox, about though. with these like Sunday lineups, and this is a lot of managers do this. But today, this is what the problem is. Today, like, they weren't even doing that. 
I think even Connor Wong, you're saying Caleb Hamilton, either Connor Wong, sure, he got one hit, but he, he's been blown away by fastballs for all over the place ever since, you know, he hasn't been splitting time with Reese McGuire. And then when you talk about shortstop, you're sitting, Dave, you're sitting, God bless the Hamilton family, but you're sitting David <laughs> Hamilton. This is what we're like, the, <laughs> what? Like, this, it, we can't say, oh my goodness, how could you ever sit David Hamilton? All right, well, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Is is every single other person that they have tried or wanted to try at shortstop has gone down. Like this is like they tried. They've tried multiple times to move Kike well, off shortstop, and, I, and, and they just like, can't do it. You know, and, right, and I know that Casas came under the microscope for not making that play on Saturday, and it reminds you that they after they did the the quote unquote defensive shakeup, moving Kike off shortstop. Well, and, and then Turner was going to play first. That lasted one game, and then Cassis was playing yeah. first. And so it's just – it just feels like these games right now as we sit here, it just feels like you're taking on water because you have some injuries, you have some absences, and you don't have a lot of solutions. And, and that's it. I mean, I think that that's it. Like, you, if you have everyone rolling – if, or you have a majority of the lineup rolling, then it works. But if you mm-hmm. don't, this is what you get. But when, when we talk about is, sparking this team with a trade, what kind of trade are we talking about? Because I don't think that this team is one that's worth investing in unless it's something that's also going to help long term. And to your point, like I was even thinking, I'm like, there's not much with the outfield that I would change, but you would maybe, you would probably have to lose Duvall in order to do something legitimate for your defense which i don't know if that's a trade-off people actually want and to kind of cripple that outfield when it's kind of been the one thing maybe the most consistent with this team i I think that in i'm not gonna lie to you like it's you're right i mean it's i'm I'm not i I can't even say that i have a name and maybe i'll after this i'll take a deep dive and to say well here are the guys you should go get i mean it's not going to be like a guy like giolito right it's just not happening it's first of all they wouldn't do that even if the timing is right and the timing isn't right. But I just feel like even a Steve Pierce was traded on June 28th in 2018. And like, that wasn't a big acquisition. No one cared about Santiago Espinal. He was a single A player, but what that did was it sends a message. It's and I feel like that's what you sort of need. You need to send a message instead of calling up guys that you hope are going to like patch the boat. And um, so to answer to, to answer your question, I, I don't think there's a position. I don't think there's a player. I just feel like you need to send the message that you aren't just going to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait because they can feel it, guys. Like they can feel in that clubhouse about waiting for these guys to come back while losing ground in the standings. So I was going to ask you that because you're more in check with, you know, everyone in that clubhouse way more than us. I don't, Sammy, I don't, how are you doing with your relationship with Cora right now? <laughs> with Cora? Cora right. we talk working about on it. it. Yeah. yeah. Just working on it. But I mean, like, is, is there a sense of, and maybe this is like a youth thing, but anytime that the players act like Cora starts saying the roster is the roster, or he starts being like a hard ass coach and getting on these guys and you kind of see a little bit of produ- production after that, but as we're seeing with this, like the back half of this past week, it drops off eventually. And is there 
Like you bring up guys want to well, trade. I don't know if they want to trade. I want to trade. Is that I'm an issue that where like, I feel like I've seen. Okay. But as far as the urgency in that clubhouse, like you were mentioning, uh, I mean, like, so are they relying too hard the... on that? And like, they're just kind of like, well, yeah, when a guy so, comes, we'll figure it out. Cause I don't so believe in that a lot of times, at all. until it gets really bad. A lot of times these guys look at their own world as different than we look at it. In other words, they look at guy as the best versions of, of Christian Arroyo, the best version of Kristen Castle, the best version of Kike Hernandez, and say they're going to figure it out. We're going to be okay. Whereas we look, I've heard about yeah, the best well, versions of Castle. I mean, yeah. So yeah. I mean, but that's I think that they look at it until until you really start suffering and you feel like you're swimming upstream so much. Then you hear the murmurs. We need help. We need help. We need help. I know this. I mean, one of the motivations for these guys, for some of the guys in there, they don't want to be sellers because they don't want to leave. Kenley Jansen does not want to leave. And he uh, and, and guys like him, and there's a few other guys, they do not want to leave. And it felt the same way last year, like that, hey, yeah, you know, Xander Bogarts didn't want to leave. Well, you got to put, you got to basically make the, say so that Bloom has to buy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Where do you even upgrade though? That goes without saying. It's yeah, right now, right now you need that. You that's need such an that investment, hole. I feel. If you're gonna get a difference making starter, you're gonna have to invest a lot. And is there anyone that's almost committing to this? Well, hold season. on. Sammy, no, 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 not necessarily though. Not necessarily, because where where are we? Today today is June twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. We've seen plenty of teams acquire a piece that they feel they need early on and then either flip them later or discuss flipping them later or flip something else later. And this team is in a perfect position to acquire something they need now and flip from a piece of like from an area of depth. We've got, we've got guys like Kike and Arroyo seem a little redundant. You've got Duvall in the outfield and he's taking away at bats from Duran. So you could invest assets in a starting pitcher that you need now and then trade away one of those redundant pieces either now or later. I mean, honestly, like it's, 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 yeah, it's, or that. It's yeah. a move that you don't you don't see a lot, but it's, a it's a, it can happen. Like in other words, if if they and pie in the sky, if they wanted to say, okay, you know, we're gonna unload and we're gonna get Giolito, um, which again, this is never happening, but we're gonna get Giolito, and then they doesn't work out. I mean, <laughs> they turn them around. You have a month to turn them around. So um, yeah, it could happen. The problem. And you could do it for a lesser player than that. It's probably a little bit easier to do it. Like Giolito is probably the best or close to the best starting pitcher that's going to get moved at the deadline. You don't like they need a starting. They need a starting pitcher. They don't necessarily need like they've gotten production they out of that rotation. They just need a guy that legit, can actually plug the, the hole and now, give you a chance to win. Would they legitimately, to your point, don't have someone to start a game because they want to play? They want to use Pavetta in the bullpen. They want to use Chris Murphy in the bullpen. Um, and Kluber's hurt, and you know Drohan's hurt. We think you. No, he's good. He's good. Drohan's fine. It was a uh, leg cramp. They uh, said we'll he's see. okay. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. They, I mean, that's the thing. Right it, like everyone's screaming and yelling for him just because he's the the great hope. But who remind me? Like, who else do you have on that rotation down there? Dermody's gone. Um, in triple a yeah triple a no, mod is hurt well, mod is hurt I mean, uh Wal- walter 
Walters going to bring up Van Bell soon is what I'm hearing. Who? They're going to bring up Brian Van Bell from Double A. He's been good. It's like it's like poor man's yeah, Brian yeah. Bale. Bale. Hey, but but here's the Yeah, but like that's like the fact that like you poor man's Brian Bale is what we no, have no, to look no. forward to. He's like, joking around. Issue. He's joking. But hey, Gordo, here's no, the issue with, not, with, just, with just what name. With what just I'm thinking, name. if they want to add a starting pitcher, you know, a decent starting pitcher, not just some bum that just goes out there and gets rocked like Matt Dermody, but if they want to get someone significant, they're not going to be able to use Duvall in a trade like that. Because you're gonna get, you're gonna have to get that from a team that's not contending. Because a contender's not. No separate but, deals. Separate deals. Okay, so you're not trading Duvall for the starter. That's for something else. Okay, fair. No, so then you'd have to be right. Okay. And you're doing it later. Fair. You're doing fair. it you'd later. Have to be okay with giving up a decent asset then. Which, if you're okay, fine. Uh, I'm I'm kind of teetering in the middle, which is bad radio, but that's how I feel. Well, no, I, I agree with you, Sammy. You should be teetering in the middle. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is that if you acquire them now, like this isn't like a at the deadline. Because once you make a deal at the deadline, like that's done. Like that's your decision. But if you make the deal now and you trade, you know, X amount of prospect capital, you can get that capital back and more if you decide to sell later. Like there's you have unlimited or not unlimited. You have a month of time after this to make that final decision. Like just because they trade it now doesn't necessarily mean that that is the decided direction that they're going in. It just means that, okay, like we've got a team that has four starting pitchers and they need a fifth right now. Otherwise you might as well just start the sell off now because they, they just lost two out of three games where none of those uh, games again, were pitched by that open fifth spot. It's, it's that open strategy, fifth spot's coming it, in two know, days. The more I think about it, it's the way to go. And I'm again, to not get the premier guy, but I mean, I, this guy, I'm thinking of guys on one year contracts or are halfway decent on bad teams, starting pitchers. Um, like Mike Clevenger is a guy, and I know the whatever the baggage with him, whatever. But it is what it is. Well, right after the Dermody I mean, stuff, the difference was that Clevenger was cleared. So, you know, by Major League Baseball, and so no, but I, think I was Cash thinking exactly that. And so that's but move. you get that guy, and you don't want to trade for a guy like that, and with a week or two or even a week and a half left before the trade deadline. And then, well, this is what we invested in and we're not really, it's then we're falling out of it. It's not working out, but if you, you can cover yourself, if you do it now, now, I don't know if the white Sox would do that. They're hanging on to everybody for now. I don't know which team would do it. Clearly the Rockies are open to trading. Give me someone for the Rockies. Give me a guy in the Rockies. Give me a starting pitcher. You just got to put up a 20 spot. That's all I got to do. How about he's coming back? I mean, like, coming is he home. any worse than any other options they have? No. No, and that's the thing no. that like, stunk about seeing him back at Fenway. I like I think I said it to you guys where he popped out of the clubhouse or the dugout wearing the yeah. Rockies hat. And I was just that made like, you oh, sad yeah, too. You're you're one of them now. Yeah, because like I I didn't think he was that bad where you're like, cutting ties right with him. Like right, exactly. in this season, he would have been right someone now. serviceable. He'd be yeah, he'd be I useful. I was uh, I sat behind his wife at the game. Oh, you took the I video behind all the Rockies families at that game. Yeah, <laughs> his Connor Siebold's wife was wearing a nice hat and it, like in like little jewels just That's said Siebold. I was like, oh, it's a yeah, nice hat. How much you want I for that hat, news. lady? Good news, yeah. I found oh, our guy that fit. Look at this, right? Like the the inadvertent right, let's hear it. says no. Let's, hear it. let's go. I don't let's, know what yeah, we're sending. 
but Oakland A's starting pitcher, Paul Blackburn. All star okay. last year. Solid. Solid. I'm not opposed to that. What are I, we? How many years does he have? He, he feels like a guy who's got some control. He has. He's ARB2 eligible next year, ARB3 2025, free agent in 2026. And his numbers aren't amazing, but he fits that kind of like, he's solid, you know, nothing crazy. He's not going to blow you away, but he's consistent and you can flip him if things aren't working out. So let's trade for Paul Blackburn today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Here's my issue with, with that, though, Sammy, is that since he's he's got, it seems, what, two and a half, two years yeah, plus this yeah. year? So, and he's, yeah, as, to Rob's point, he was an all-star last year, and, you know, he, I think he's only had, like, four or five starts this year. He's had some good ones. He's had a couple of clunkers, but um, you're going to, they're going to, they're going to have, he's, like, one of their two, three remaining assets. Like, they're going to want, a reasonable package for that. Like he's not just some rental where you can just throw your 19th and 20th ranked prospects and, you know, dust your hands off, call it a day. Like they'll, they'll want something legitimate in return there. So like you're like, yes, if you, if there's a guy that you are okay parting with, and maybe we're going to part with anyway later on, then sure. And like, maybe you flip Blackburn in the off season or, you know, in a few weeks, but I feel like the strategy plays more for a rental. All fair points. Don't give up, Sammy. So now that you've you've surfaced it, now we if we had sound effects, this is where the siren goes off and said, who says no? Paul Blackburn, and you have to give who the Red Sox would be giving up. Now that the, the situation has presented itself, who should the Red Sox give up? I feel like that would be, oh, my God. On the spot? Oh, Nick God. Uh, no, no, no. That's too well, rich I mean, me. that's too, too think- rich that's what you're going to do. Paul Blackburn. I think I'd honestly rather give up Rafaela than New York right now. York's been on fire. He's on fire. Oh. And Rafaela, I really like Rafaela, but his offensive numbers are like the exact same as last year. I haven't really seen too much. Slightly, slightly better. I don't know. In and, and, and center field, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with Durant. I can't believe I'm saying that. I never thought I would have said that a year ago, but I'm comfortable with Durant at this point. Uh, Duvall's there for the time being. You can use Ref Snyder if you want to platoon Duran. I think I'd rather. I'm not saying I want to trade Rafaela for um, Paul Blackburn, but off the top of my that's head, that's exactly what I thought what of. York said. is York's too hot right now. You can't do that. What about? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I don't know. This is okay. Hold on. I I want to pose another question. I'll pose a different question because I don't I don't think 
that at this particular point, at this particular deadline, like right now where the Sox are starting Cutter Crawford and they're they're committed to starting Tanner Houck when he returns, I, I seriously think that the play for now should just literally be like the pluggiest of plug rentals. So I'm going to say who is the best starting pitcher that you could get for Bobby Dahlbeck and a throw-in prospect or two? Can you get a major league starting pitcher for that? Because if the answer is yes, I think that's where you go. You can get – I mean, you can. Is Are they that good? All right. So here, I don't think they need to be that. Good. Like they I need to plug. The I don't. Hole. Is Bobby has Bobby had enough at bats this year where he's it's actually attractive to other teams? Yeah, yeah he, like he's hitting trains yeah, out in Worcester, on... but I don't think anyone's really. I can see him how up I'm saying, saying no, this is our new you first have to baseman. Forget about the forget about the swings and miss. He's hitting trains in Worcester. He hit a train. He hit a train, guys. Um, Four hundred fifty. So, so this is listen. I mean, the database doesn't have to be huge here. Royals. Rockies, A's, um, Nationals, and White maybe Sox. the Cardinals. Cardinals. Maybe White Sox, no, too. No, White Sox, not know. yet. I don't think they're – I feel like they're posturing. I don't believe them at no, all. I'm telling you, not yet. I'm talking about – We're talking like about today. for an early move. You know, I, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the Cardinals wouldn't even be uh, there today. Like I feel like they're definitely getting there, but I don't. Maybe if you were gonna make the move today, I don't yeah, know if they're there. I'm, I'm probably. I'm looking right now. God, there's no <laughs> sellers. The Rockies. Uh, the Rockies. How do you do it? Who says no if no one's selling? Are not good. <laughs> I think it's mostly the Red Sox are just a month early to the actual yeah. like flea market. Like, that's right, like guys. the issue that they're in. Like not enough people have figured out their identity as well. We're like the Red Sox don't really have an identity. And if they traded but... for Thad Ward. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Let's bring in Austin. Uh, Trevor Williams, maybe. <laughs> oh, he just kind of had a Germany. had this a Germany is issue. So never mind. This is tough. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. But that's, but so to, to backtrack yeah. a little bit, Again, I don't want to trade Sedan Raphael for Paul Blackburn, but if you get a guy like that, it gives you some utility. You can keep him for next year. You can flip again at the deadline. You can trade him in the offseason. I know he's not amazing, and he's not really a strikeout guy, and I know Heimblum likes the high strikeout guys, but it's an option. Hmm. Utility. Utility pitcher, Paul Blackburn. I don't know, man. I think like Justin Garza, like a starter. What are your thoughts on Miles? Thoughts on Miles McCullis? I'm Wait, what about like Justin Garza? I'm going to post a picture of Paul Blackburn and just see what people yeah, say. Yeah, do, do it. No do it. Do the whole Raffaella. Do you it. love doing that. No, 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 no. Po- no, just the just the picture I'll with do, no I'll caption. I'll do Willier Abreu and the low-level pitching prospects for, it's for not, Paul come Blackburn. On, come maybe on, it, don't, maybe do don't do that. Don't do that. Oakland's not doing that. And it's not. Yeah, I'd do that. That's what I'm saying. do that. You gotta give me time to think of a good trade. I can't. It's gotta thoughts. These take time. It's like I'm still stuck. You put your by heart and soul into it. TK Rope. I'm trying to figure out Miles Michaelis. I'm still stuck with the fact that TK Roby is the guy you coming back from Bard. His arms falling off. Yeah, that's him. That's what you get. That's how low I think Bard's value. I think it's going to be shockingly low. Not not to not to rip on Bard. I just I think there's too many question marks. But this is a Red Sox show. So we're talking about Paul Blackburn coming to town. <laughs> I said, well, I don't. I don't think we. I think that. Can you guys agree with me though, that it it does feel like that the they've reached this path where they need to do something, and it's gonna be. By the way, if they do make a trade, 
it's going to be a guy. I don't forget the guy's name who they just traded for, who was got like the nine ERA. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be Dodgers guy. Yeah. Oh, from the Dodgers. Yeah. Scott him? Taylor. Yeah. It's it's going to be it's going to be someone like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to be ERA. someone. Like you know, like oh yeah, we're gonna give we're gonna, we like his stuff. We think it's gonna play. We think if we tweak some things, we're gonna give him a start. And that's not really what I'm talking about, though. I want to come back to it. What I'm talking about is doing something along the lines of what the Angels did. Not the same positions, obviously, but with the you don't think the Angels guys were like, yeah, let's go, you know, let's go, like Escobar, Mustakis. That sends a message. And by the way, I mean. Yeah. They had injuries. They had injuries, right. and, and those and guys will come right in and fill example, those holes. Go look up Seattle's record after they got Carlos Santana last year. It was crazy oh, yeah. good, and and he wasn't even yeah. that good. So, just a vibe. But he's was, like a veteran guy that you can put was, in that the, it was clubhouse the perfect of young guys, and it worked. Of like, of of guys saying, "Yeah, let's go, let's go." That's so do you think point, they need Rob. an older no, guy in that I clubhouse just, like, right someone, now? Someone or that they feel are we looking is like, at younger guys if we're thinking someone, about defense? And, and honestly, like, Send a if, message. If you want – the shortstop thing's a little complicated, um, but really maybe not all that complicated because I just don't think you can just wait on Trevor's story. I think that's that's their biggest mistake. You're sitting there, and as, as fun as David Hamilton's to, is to watch, like you're sitting there and you're saying – we're going to get through the next month with maybe Pablo Reyes, but we don't know. And TK Hernandez, the guy that we didn't want, we said he wasn't going to play shortstop anymore. And David Hamilton, like that's it. Well, the most important defensive position on the team. And you you might as well sell if, well, if that's the way you're going to proceed for a month. Exactly. That's the end destination. Exactly. So, that. And that's, that's kind of where I am. It. Like I'm, I was going to say, like, even though the Red Sox themselves sucked eggs this weekend, <laughs> there was a lot of, like, really great farm stuff going on. Like, guys moving up, guys showing production. Rafael, and, like, today. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm fully sold on just, like, sell and, like, let's just pay attention to the young guys at this point. But I've, I've never been closer to that point. Like, I, as we talk about who are we actually bringing in, who actually makes sense, it just gets more difficult. And I would rather go the safe route and just be like, all right. Let's make this team enjoyable. Let's make them competitive, but let's not buy all in on that. And like, that's what happened last year. In Matt Strom's comments, uh, it, oh, you had no, Tom they, Brady they, at the they what twenty out of ten played for field position, and Tom Brady came in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a feeling it's going to work out the same exact way. the The AL East is like a hegemon in the MLB right now. Like, if you're trying to come out of that division seriously you're going to have to do a whole lot more than just try and patch up a roster. Well, that's the thing, Coop, is to your point about the Strom comment from last year, like that, that comment happens because in the span of what, like 24 hours, even less, like you're making sell off moves with Vasquez and then you're adding veterans to the roster at the same time. Like that's, that's why the strategy this year I feel like is to add now to make moves now. And then it feels it sends the message that you believe in the team that you're gonna well, go for it. And like here's, and like here's this it, team can go on. Yeah, a run it, it and does. Get a I, I mean, doesn't matter say, like, and that's the thing. You just yeah. mentioned division coup. It, it doesn't matter. Division doesn't matter. This is 
this, no, just this because if you punch beauty, your ticket, you're in the wild situation. Card. Yeah. Like, at, let's not forget about where they're sitting here, and which is you have you're in striking distance of the third wild card, one of the best positions that you can have because you're probably going to play even with Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray. You get to play probably the Minnesota Twins or the Cleveland Guardians. And so if you go into a series and you make that, you have to feel like you have a chance to win. So that's worthy of investing. And by the way, the other teams involved in chasing this last wildcard team, the Yankees, they stink. Without Aaron Judge, <laughs> you know, De- De- yeah, Domingo Herman. He's not coming Tom- back anytime soon. Don't disrespect Volpe like that. Volpe is amazing. He's the savior of that team. And so you have the the Blue Jays who are like this, you know, roller coaster of uh, uber talented team, but still hasn't proven that they can be consistent at all. Uh, And you have the Angels, and this is why the Angels are doing this, right? I mean, and you've got you've got the Astros. They don't have Jordan Alvarez for a while. He's out for the next at least three weeks. Inadequate as this Red Sox team is right now. This thing is still there to be had if you play your cards right. And the playing your cards right feels like exactly what we're talking about, which is go. Show that you're going to go for it. Go for it. You don't have to show you're going to go for it by trading for Shohei Itani or Lucas Giolito or any of these guys, but show that you're going to go for it by doing a commensurate Steve Pierce deal early on. What about – here, here's a weird here's a weird one yes the pirates are in fourth place and have lost nine out of ten what if you give them a prospect for rich hill he's having a oh my god could they use would rich hill be the perfect <laughs> guy right now Ooh. Oh. there you go i know i've <laughs> just oh show god. back up and they're like you're, you're welcome. here i have done it again what, what stint would that be would this be his well fourth, bid? right and so what what and stint so would it be worth the baseball yeah. boring and he was talking about how that you know that he was finally. I mean, this was the ultimate bad luck. He said, "This is so good because when I came to Pittsburgh, I expected I wasn't going to get traded. I know I heard everybody else saying, oh, that you're just signing with Pittsburgh to get traded at the deadline.' No, no, I knew that they were going to be good. I was going to stay here through the deadline, and that was like, as he said, that was almost to the minute they started this losing streak. And the way that they're trending right now, I mean." That pirate, they are going to invest in anybody. It, they just got shut out yeah, today. Yeah, I love that team, but they're going the other way. So, so then that's what you're talking about. Someone like Rich Hill, someone who's not necessarily a stud that's going to put you over the top, but he changes the vibe. It shows that you're not oh, giving perfect. up on the team. He can slot right in, give you a decent start. Good guy to have in the clubhouse, as we all know, too. Why not? He would be. There you go. Perfect. He is exactly that yeah. is exactly the guy it exactly the type of guy that I would slot in for that trade at this moment. That like he, that type cool. of guy right there. How much youth are you giving up? Well, for we're packaging. You're not gonna have to yeah. give up that. Well, much. it depends on who we give up for Blackburn first. So it's almost like Twitter is. Like, <laughs> why is why is who's Paul, off the table? Marcelo, Marcelo Meyer for Twitter Paul right Blackburn. Now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I tweeted a picture of him. I said, "Fuck." That's why I think he's trending on Twitter because of that tweet. (laughs) I have I have a question for you guys because we keep talking about this. Send the message. I I, I'm thinking in my head right now. When is the last deadline? The last trade deadline where the where the Red Sox team after the deadline came away feeling good about themselves. Well, because you you guys remember twenty one. They were eventually twenty one. 
It was eight. It yeah, Cooper. I think you're right. Yeah, actually, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Right, but that, but not eventually. We're not talking eventually. <laughs> I'm talking like right after that deadline. Like, did they get a jolt from what the front office did? Yeah. Like, well, two, do they feel good? Like 2018. No. Well, I mean, no. You. <laughs> yeah. Two, I, it, I mean, there's no question. It was two that. It wasn't 2020. You were sellers. And no. in, in after three weeks of a season, um, uh, 2021, we've already documented that you got Schwarber early, but he wasn't playing and they didn't play well. They lost a bunch of games and there was like, they didn't do enough. They didn't do enough. Meanwhile, the Yankees got Rizzo um, last year. We know what happened, but um, yeah, I mean, 2018, you know, Pierce, Avaldi. But yeah, you know what? Like- I mean, that was. That was a different GM and a different mindset. I mean, we have to, this is, we still don't have an example of Bloom saying, okay, we're going to do exactly that. Because what he did in 2021, sure. But you, you gave up, you, I give him credit because he took advantage of the market in Schwarber. You traded for an injured guy. So the guy that you gave up wasn't that good. You you got a couple mm-hmm. useful relievers with in, in a market that everyone's screaming for Craig Kimbrell and Rich Rodriguez, and you got a couple useful re, uh, relievers for nothing, for Alex Scherf who has done nothing, and um, and Michael Chavis who was DFA. Right, you took advantage of the market, but it wasn't yeah. like that that. We're going to go out and get the guy that everybody in that clubhouse is like, can you believe that we got <laughs> Nathan Ovaldi? Oh, yeah, they are. Tr- who says, who says, it no? never happened. I'd be, I'd probably, I'd probably in that moment be like, wow, I took some great melatonin. <laughs> can you trade for Michael Walker? Is it too late? God, it's never too late. Let's get you're going Rich Hill, I mean, Michael Walker, and Nathan Avaldi. That rounds out the rotation. Everything comes back Deal. to Rich Hill. Rich Hill will save the day. Let's just run back the 2022 Red Sox. It's <laughs> so much fun happens. that year. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Rich Hill, uh, we're trading for Rich Hill. We're giving a, a low level prospect in return. I think that's fair. Rich Hill's 43, as we know. So I, I mean, I, I don't know prospect. how low level, but, you know, someone is. is... Mid. I think you would still. I think like the pirates would look at their situation and they would yeah. still maybe demand like, what if we not offered a, not a top 100 guy, but like they would still want something where I don't know, like not where you're damaged. Like, I just think it's like, all right, I'm just basically trying to say it's a good move because whoever you're giving up Bobby, it's not really delaying yeah, it, Bobby power hitting corner in. Oh, <laughs> But like that's my point is like you're do you're giving away people at this point in credit to Heim where it's not affecting the long run. Yeah. Like that's the position that he's put in. Can you imagine to the Pirates if you liked Michael Chavis, you will but love Bobby is it, Aren't we aren't, aren't we saying this we we have the same narrative right now with Dahlbeck as we did with Chavis. The same thing. Where mm-hmm. you know this guy like he he's he's not consistent in the major league level. We gave him a lot of chances. He has some upside. It might work out if everything works out perfectly. They, it's the same conversation. And they ended up getting, uh, they ended up trading for like Hansel. Ro- so I would say this, probably Rich Hill, I mean, in t- comparison, like where Hansel Robles was, 
not that dissimilar. He'll probably be a little bit more valuable because he's starting pitcher. But yeah, I also I, I feel mean, like, as far as like, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was go gonna ahead. say I feel like Bobby's value, and maybe this is just like being in the present, but I just feel like his value is a little bit higher now than Chavis's was at that time. Because Chavis at the time was he was in the he was at the major league level that whole year, right? And he was coming off the bench. And then this year, Bobby's in in AAA, and like you know, the, there's value in the oh, you know, maybe the maybe there is there's like, something there. I mean, like that's I that's where his that value comes from. That's a good who says no. It's all back for Rich Hill. I honestly think the Pirates would be crazy to turn that down. Okay, cool. I, let it. Speak, that's how let, I feel about Rob. That. Can you make let a call? It, let it be Pirates? said. Let it be done. Bring our boy home. I'm gonna, I go ask another GM. What do you think of this? Says <laughs> no. What do you think of this trade? We're just all that we're doing. We're, we're just like, consultants, well, and we're I mean, just trying to get starting the conversation the with you know someone's going to start the conversation, but they don't think of everything. Exactly. Jokes aside, listen. Within a couple of days, we're going to have a Blackburn. On jokes aside, do we think that? Do we actually think that Dahlbeck can bring back a forty-three-year-old starting pitcher? Like that's an actual legitimate question. I don't know if he can. I think if he were like, and that's, that's why strong. I don't think you could trade for him right now. If you're doing this whole like, we have to make a move, like the Red Sox have to make a move right now. Dahlbeck isn't a part of that. He, like, like I said, he just hasn't had enough at bats and reps at the major league level. This I wish year. they didn't even call him up. I know they had to, but I wish he could have. I don't know. I think I think it devalues him a little bit if they're just keeping him pocketed in Worcester, because teams will look at that and be like, he's had a lot of time in the majors. He was supposed to be your starter. Or at least your starter until you figured out what was going on with Cassis. There's red flags with that. So if you get him up at the big league level, and you get him some reps, and he does half decent, like he collects a hit every once in a while, why not? But it's not going to happen right away if you want that Rich Hill trade tomorrow. But Coop, uh, uh, to counter that point though, if you bring up Dahlbeck and you give him at bats, and he goes like one for sixteen, then all of the value that was gained by all that production in AAA that goes away. So there's there's like Yeah, but risk. like your plan was to keep him in AAA anyways. Like Right, but it's the gamble that you take. But if you keep him in AAA and he keeps producing, you got 29 other teams. If one of them says that they or if one of them believes that there's a chance that that production could even in the slightest bit translate to the big league level and the the Red Sox just aren't doing it, then you got something. Now today I'll take today, one. That's true. You- but you're also in this period where like I don't think trade like the reason he's coming up isn't mainly just to make him look fine and dandy for another team. Like it's also just like the situation that the Red Sox are in where they just need as many bodies on that bench right now. It's an unfortunate circumstance, but the Red Sox can take advantage of it and hopefully parlay it into something positive. Parlay it into because you give him an at bat today against a a middle reliever who's serving as an opener. He's a left-hander. He doesn't have high velocity. Check, check, check. Those are the three things. Two things, excuse me, that Bobby likes, and he strikes out at a pitch that was at his chin and outside. I just and in a big spot too, like yeah. they needed, like they needed something there. So frustrating, but yeah, I just don't, I, I don't, I, I wish they had kept him down. Like I said, I don't see the upside of bringing him up. That's how little faith I have in him succeeding at the uh, major league level. It's almost been close to a thousand plate appearances. I believe he's like eighty short of that. So, so who are you gonna bring up uh, instead of him come, though? Oh, him. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying is like, it stinks, but they had to do it. Um, I'm not saying the move was wrong. I'm just saying it's unfortunate and I wish he could have stayed down, but 
got to do what you got to do when you don't have great depth injuries. I'm, I've now felt worse than the beginning of this show. <laughs> Fine. I mean, I think, it, I think we've talked about this a million times. As long as we see the guys who are going to be part of the future playing well, improving, and we see a direction, we'll all be content. We're not psyched with it, but well, it, it, um, it's I'm a still... problem with that is that normally I understand that, but when you have a door opened with with what you've invested in this team and how you've constructed this team, when you have the door open and you should be able to walk through that door because you don't have teams that are significantly better than you and you don't take advantage of that, that's the problem. Like that's where, that's where I'm like, absolutely. You know what? If you you cannot miss out on opportunities, and normally, like if even with the Rays, man, like even with the Rays and the Orioles, and um, who am I missing? Like um, whoever, like wh- even with those teams, there isn't a team that if if you get a couple pieces and then you get these guys back. You can't beat them. There is an opportunity to be had here. And so to say, oh, you know what? It is what it is. Let's just see what happens. You Normally, I would say yes. But these teams aren't that good. The Red Sox aren't that good. But these teams aren't that good. I can say same. You're, no, you're you're right. And the, I, think, I think part of the frustration also comes from, like, we've seen – on several occasions this year and for extended periods of time, what this team, particularly the offense is capable of. And it's just frustrating to see these winnable games against not good teams where the offense comes out and, and puts up a run or leaves, you know, four or five guys on base in the first two or three innings, you know, spots that we've seen these guys come through in, you know, we've seen these guys put up nine, 10 runs and we've seen these guys chase really good pitchers from the game consistently early. And it's just frustrating because, you know, as it stands right now, they're three games out of a wild card spot. And I can think of a hell of a lot more than three games that this team oh could God. have and should think have about, won against think, competition they could and should beat. Absolutely yeah. wild that they can beat up on Garrett Cole and it's inexcusable. It really is. Series it's crazy. You know, it's it's Colorado, yeah. it's the White Sox, it's um who am I? I mean, the Pirates are hot at the time. Cleveland, but like, the Pirates on yeah, paper. There was a, there's another team in there. Um, Cleveland, Louis, Pittsburgh. That series? I can't uh, oh, St. Louis. That they that did. was that was the borderline. Yeah. That was the one. I mean, it's it. But that's just what that's that's like the the frustrating part here is because I I see a lot of people talk about you know we expected them to be mid and they're mid. So what are you no, upset about? You can't do that, man. And like the the, the the truth of the matter, it's. That you you've seen like we've seen what this team can do like we know what they're capable of we've seen them be really good and now you're getting good starting pitching yeah yeah that if you told if you told us before the season that you were going to get good starting pitching and that the back end of the bullpen for the most part would be effective what would we have said that like that's the question like we would I would have been thinking you know, playoff spot it, for sure it, it's go ahead Sam I was going to say we thought they were going to be mid they are mid. But it still feels like they're underperforming. So that's kind of like the the in between. They are where it feels like, yeah, they're we, we we agree they're mid, but like could be a little better, a little better to the point where you feel good about heading into the trade deadline a month away or so, and maybe we could buy. But right now, I feel like we're all on the fence. Aside from 
the smaller movies. You just have. I mean, it, I'll come back to it. You could you call them at middle of the road or whatever. The fact is, is that is the teams you're competing against are in the same situation. The Yankees are no better than them. The Yan- they aren't. Yep. And Yankees finish last. Right. The Yankees are no better than them. You know. Um, they you should know, finish last. There's there's plenty of examples and how this is starting. How this is Twins. starting to feel as That's we hard. sit here right now, and this might change in the next week. It's a lot like what happened last year. I'm not talking about the trade deadline. I'm talking about early July. They go 20 and six, I think, in in June. Then they hit the Chicago, the Cubs. They start getting some injuries. They start leaking. Same they, same deal as last year. And that was a more talented team, I think. Everyone would say last year than this year, but they just needed they needed something. They needed something, and they waited and they waited and they waited and they waited. And guys kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Injuries kept piling up and piling up and piling up. And then next thing you know, you're stuck in this no man's land trade deadline. And then, boom, sad trombone right after. So, <laughs> yeah, it feels make a make a move. It's just I don't know. I'm in, I'm in that spot where yep need some urgency. Final need need so, some decisiveness. Before we go, like, let's go. I have to, we, we've talked about the dinner that I had. Uh, I'm. I want to get your perspective of the fake pay, the fake pretending to pay for somebody. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, this was the who says no I, I projected yes. at the, or I brought up at the very okay. beginning. Go ahead. We had to get to this. Well, no, I was just saying, like, I, what's the actual oh, who says no? Well, like, uh, who's the best, the best at it? Will Fleming was a, okay. had a master class at pretending to pay. Oh, <laughs> well, what's your move? Do you no, no, like do you no, slide no. the card no, on the table, first, or are you more of like I'm opening the wallet? First, yeah, what's first, the I'm an open the wallet to, type guy. When the waiter comes over, you're praying that he does not put it in front of you, right? <laughs> because then, then, then that that, every, that changes the whole dynamic. Fortunately, he I think he was tipped off. He was he put it in front of Joe. But then, so that now that's that's where I'm like when I see the waiter coming over, I'm already getting out the card, like I'm already getting in my. But I know what's going on, but I just have to make the obligatory. I'm, yeah, I'm you fumble around with your pockets. That's that. Yeah, I think that's the that's move. the move. You kind of yeah. You just like hold on. Like, so but tight you know, pants, guys. Tight my, pants. So if we're gonna like if we're gonna Double survey lean. the table. It was me with my wife grabbing my arm, pulling my arm down, saying, don't you dare. <laughs> and then it was Jemai and I think Julia McWilliams were sort of like navigating the whole thing. not Because they were at the end of the table, so they didn't necessarily have to get in the belly of the beast. But then you had, then you had Will Fleming. <laughs> they're more, yeah, they're we, at the end of the table. Like, we're oh, talking, what's going we're on down talking to each other. Oh, what, what happened? The bill's here? <laughs> Are you guys wrapping it up? And then, rap- and then Will, done? who, uh, you know, maybe he, he was powered by three martinis, who knows. But it was, it was, Joe, no, no, his big arm leaping over. 
Joe, no! You can't, can't possibly. No, you can't possibly pay, no! And meanwhile, like, the waiter is legitimately <laughs> already taking the card, like, away. And he's signing the bill, and he's like, no! Oh! Oh, oh. Ah. I mean, come on. Does he... Poor Will. But book oh, launch God. dinner went well. Him? Oh, is this technically the book launch dinner? I mean, it was <laughs> like a couple months yeah, I mean, behind was, schedule, was, but it, it got was, done. Joe never met my wife. We had some friends there. It was great to, to have them there. It's great to have, you know, he, he knew, knows Jabai. I think he knew maybe Julie a little bit. Obviously he knows Will. And so, but I just can't tell you like how awesome the perfect night on the Chicago river, everything. And then, and then, you know, Joe, I mean, there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of filter, Above so and beyond. Uh, so it, yeah. he, he was keeping he was keeping Keeps it, real. it real. And by the way, a great first hand account out of the gate why we were ordering appetizers about the uh, the incident of him sprinting in from the mound, which we had never ever seen before. So, okay, I wait. Tell, what? Tell, can you go go into that? Uh, okay, um, so he's. So you saw what happened. Like I, we both Will and I are on the broadcast. We're like, we've never seen this where a guy like just talks to the umpire two seconds and then sprints into the tugout. Usually that happens. It's like your arm is hanging off or something like that. So now they're like pausing. So clearly he's doing something. And then what, I don't know what you guys thought it was. Everyone's thought he was taking a dump, you know, like whatever it was, but they, the umpires were pausing the game, which, they, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't pause the game for anything. So anyway, what happened was he had, uh, so he's been having like sort of this he's groin injury going back to when he was on the IL. So he had this, uh, contra- I guess, I don't even know, like contraption. It was a brace. It wasn't a oh, knee the brace. brace. It was like a groin brace. Okay. And no, so just the normally you would think that a groin brace would be a jock strap, <laughs> but it was, um, it was so it was so tight in, in like cutting off the circulation. He said he couldn't like make his like leg land in the right spot. And you saw like against the first two pitches to Casas, they were way outside. So he's like, he basically like, it's going to hurt like hell if I take this thing off. But, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to throw the ball over the plate if I don't take it off. So he, that's where he ran in. He took it off. And sure enough, like, he had to go cover sprint over and cover first. So I'm sure that hurt, but, uh, but that was that. Yeah. <laughs> groin brace. Yeah. Absolutely. So true. some good groin brace talk over uh delicious lobster appetizers. <laughs> they had these no lobster ta- uh, tower things. Oh my God. They were so good. No, there was like basically like in, instead of, instead of the snails, like they put lobster. Snails? Cause that's cargoat. No, I don't Into know. Into a it snail was, shell? I don't know. All I know is it was great. It was yeah, awesome. So it was just really, lobster. Really good. We were just sucking lobsters yeah. out of snail shells. Like what? You and your boys ever just started just, sucking yeah, some lobster it tails? Was, it was good. And um, Jake Berger was also a couple tables over, randomly. Great guy. Great guy. I hope he's in the home run derby. So uh, He's great. He has saved my fantasy baseball team so many games this year he's been awesome tell him thank you for me he's yeah. a, he's the definition he's of a hoss i feel like 
I, I feel like if you were to be like, who's the Haas in the MLB? He said it on the broadcast today. He's Billy Butler with defense. I loved that comp. <laughs> he well, looks he looks exactly, exactly like, Billy like Butler. Justin Turpin. That was unbelievable. Yes. I couldn't yeah, believe I saw I that tweet. That one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, ju- long Justin lost Turpin, who, uh, producer I feel like that's what's going on there. Uh, go check my Twitter account. Like, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I really hope he makes the home run, at least the home run derby. That'd be great. Um, great. Just uh, like a really, really good guy. I did a, you know, it's, they got some good guys. It's a weird combination of people. But um, for Mookie. Yeah, Mookie? Well, well, I don't know. Is Mookie actually doing the home run derby? No, no, no. Or are no, we just saying a good combination of, no, no, of like, no, White no, Sox It's a weird combination of White Sox players, but some of the guys that I've met over there, like I did this podcast with Clint Frazier today. I know yeah. he gets a bad rap, but he's, he was excellent. So, does he? As a whole, is it just because he didn't do well with the Yankees? He had some beef yeah. with them or something. Oh, that's, fifth, he left and like he was kind of a overall like, pick. Yeah. And Never. by the way, in that draft, yeah. the Red Sox. Can you remember who the Red Sox drafted? This was this was like such a whiff. What year? Was Trey it Trey Ball? Ball? Is this Ben Attendee? Oh, 2013. Trey Ball. Oh, yeah. poor yeah. kid. I always feel bad. I, for that guy. I feel like our generation always references well, that him draft, as like that draft oh, stunk. That was awful draft. Yeah. Yeah, um, no one was good. Draft. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Context. Fourteen. Was Ben Attendee fourteen yeah, or fifteen? I talked to him now I'm trying to think. Too, and he's okay. like, dude, he had a good series. How's he doing? He... Oh, he like, killed. That's him. the Ben Attendee. Just you know, doubles the other way. Every former Red Sox has a good series against, like Christian Vasquez, never homered until the Red Sox came to town. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that was so that's the season. That's the season. Dave O'Brien made that happen. I swear to God, he said it a thousand. He times. did. Like, no home runs. No. He did make that. Might as well have been taunting the guy. You can't hit a homer. What was your guys' take on Bill Burr in the booth? Oh my God, best broadcast it. I've ever listened to. Unbelievable. I loved it. I was. I was, I was, I'm a company man. I was like 90% hit. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. But then when like shit started to happen, I was like, okay, like, like shit, like shit. And he's, he, that's why he, those things have to be like a one inning if things go well, yeah. two innings type ordeal. Well, it's tough. Like, like, I feel like you can't do an entire game. Of, t- it's sort of like the, this is going way back. They put Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football. And like, there's, there's serious times and like, well, what, what does that guy say during the serious time when Reese McGuire's doubled over with a, after ripping his oblique, you know, is that time for yucks? Uh, maybe, I don't know. I mean, but it's, that's yeah. That's, yeah. But yeah, I, lighten the mood. Yeah, I, I liked it. Mixed it up. So there you go. I mean, that was, I, I as yeah. a big comedy fan. I was like, I was in heaven. That was great. I didn't even feel like they lost that game. I know they they got walked off, and I was like, <laughs> that was so uh, funny. <laughs> all time, um, if you were to build a broadcast booth, so like color analyst, actual like broadcaster, sideline reporter of comedians, this is a good who says no. What would you build? I feel like Bill Murray has to be in the color analyst. Or no, he would be better out as yeah. like the sideline. Yeah, he, no, he wouldn't have the energy to do a whole game. No? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that. I, <laughs> I, think, I was just like, he's fun with people. I think Seinfeld would be good. Oh, Larry yeah. David. Oh, Larry David. Fan, 
Larry. Larry David. Larry David. Would David, be Larry David. David. My hero. Rob, I, you know, you know, I, what, are they, what, are they, what is this Rob, guy do still know, doing uh, it? Do you, he, he's appeared on the show a few times. I have a cat named Larry really? David. Swear. He's, he's not here, but he's been on the show like twice now in the background. I, I, We've had Larry David cameos is what yeah, we're trying he's to been say. been on the show. Maybe you at Larry David in one of the podcasts. Say, Thank, thanks for your appearance. And he'll sue us. Thanks for being um, on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. The, uh, yeah. So, well, there you go. I don't know. I mean, I love Chicago. Chicago. And Coop, yeah, you, you got a taste of it last year. I do love Chicago. It is. I mean, the, with the river, Beautiful city. the river runs through it. I don't know if you know that. But, uh, yeah. Wait, question that. for you, Rob. Have you had the, the, you had the popcorn? Through? The what? Have the Garrett popcorn? What? Like the Garrett popcorn that like that popcorn that's everywhere in Chicago? It's oh if you haven't had it, like go, go get some. Like, are, like, are you talking about caramel corn? It, they their specialty is like the caramel cheese fifty fifty like it's like the orange like the cheese. Big tins? Yeah, they they sell the big tins. They I mean Yeah, dude, I could go to it's CBS better, and get it. Oh, no, 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 no. This is better. This is, I'll put I'll put you to shame, Coop, if you compare Garrett's popcorn no, to CVS. This is gonna get me some hate, and I'm glad that we're saving it for the end. I like pirate booty, co- like flavored popcorn. I hate it. Then Can't get do the it. butter. I like caramel got great corn. butter one too. Coop, if you go to uh, stuff, Trader Joe's, Trader to Joe's has a uh, cacio e pepe flavored uh, pirate booty type thing, and it's amazing. That, but I'm not a pirate booty Isn't guy. That, like, that's kind of the what thing. Pirate booty is flavored like anyway. No. I feel like that's already what it tastes. Pirate like. Pirate booty is cheddar cheese flavored. Cacio e pepe is. Uh, Parmesan, Romano cheese, and pepper, black pepper. You just said that, like this is like this isn't the 2022 Red Sox. This is the 2023 Red Sox. <laughs> hey. That is what I just said. No There's culinary no knowledge here. By the way, did you guys like my Willy Wonka video today? Sad. Did you have anyone? When are you ca- like? When's well, the, the Wait, today? I missed this. I missed this. Uh, that was great. Okay. Milk it out I've been not retweeting it like five million times, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's the golden ticket, it's the golden ticket, and yeah, you buy you right. buy a book on Amazon, you show proof that you bought it after June twenty or twenty fifth, June twenty fifth, and on, then you get a sticker signed, which means you you actually get a signed book, and you get a baseball card, and if that baseball card is Joe Kelly. You get two tickets to an opening day game. He's like I said, he's not only the Ernest Hemingway Ooh. of baseball, he's Ooh. Willy Wonka of baseball. Kind Just of things happen. Yeah. I wanna watch what a guy. You gotta watch some fights with Joe Kelly. I wanna hear his commentary. Oh, he would he would be good. That would oh dude, that that would be good. That would be really good. That would be good. Him with Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and Joe. Or no, we not Joe. We're we're not a UFC podcast. We're a one podcast. Yeah, company man. Thank you, Coop. You get a free T-shirt. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, on that note, any any final words before we clean it up, head into another series? No, I, I thought there was a lot of passion and a lot of great ideas. That's all we can ask for. Um, some good news: Sedan so Rafaela got moved up to AAA. And the Red Sox will not have to face Yuri Perez in the Miami yeah. series. We'll end on- I was just going to say that, man. I was going to say that same thing. Yep. No Yuri Perez. We got this. Dude's going to go to the Hall of Fame. You heard it here first or not. That that whole series is lining up to be another one of those like, oh, this was a nope. team. No, none of that energy. Nope. 
Dude, they're good. Mm. Yeah, they are good. Mars are they're good. sneaky mm. good. They are. Yep. I don't even know if they're sneaky good anymore. Like they're I think everyone's kind of caught in on like they're eleven over five hundred. Yeah, that's Look crazy. Yes, really I'm nice, just you know? reading the uh, the NL East da- first this year. comment on your uh, Blackburn tweet. Doll back and change for Blackburn. Like, what are what are we doing? Come on. <laughs> Who says no? This is the no, point of the season should, we're at. Who says no? This you is, should this see. Is so what I, I tweeted today just because I wanted to like you know taste the air. Start feeling. Start I pot. said, would you trade if possible, Bobby Dahlbeck for a. Uh, mid-tier middle reliever like a 2021 Hansel Robles maybe not even that good some of the responses I got were insane like you got to get a starter for him or they could do better than that like yeah do you really yeah. think so I, I don't who's, know who's fooling this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun like month wait though. it is yeah my favorite time of the year honestly trade deadline season is awesome yeah like Sammy I remember when you asked, would you trade Bobby Dahlbeck for Alec Manoa? Did anybody say they wouldn't do it? I had a couple, like, yeah, Rob, just so you know, that was not a real trade proposal. I just wanted to see if I'd get any crazy responses. It's called uh, bait. Um, I had, it, it was like 98% yes, of course, but there were like, a, we had a couple no's. I had like three or four people who were like, I don't know, man, Manoa looks like crap and Bobby's got some sick pop and he can play first and third. So. Maybe he just needs a change of scenery. Maybe the I don't next know. Aaron Ruff. <coughs> Maybe Canada's. I know the one guy that we don't have to hear Red Sox fans know. start screaming like they should get him as Tim Anderson after this weekend. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, change guys. Scenery. Gotta head back to the hotel. Cheers. Farland.